So yesterday, uh, Texas ended their mask mandate. They opened businesses to 100% capacity. And and as things have trended that direction with the vaccine being released, people have started to look back. I wouldn't say fondly, AJ McCall at VFX, but look back on the pandemic with maybe a little bit of rose-colored glasses. Uh Because I know I've seen across uh, several social media people saying, well, this is what I'll miss from the pandemic. And usually everyone's go-to is a built-in excuse to bail on an event. Yeah. Tell you something that I don't think people are missing came out that parents have cleaned two whole days. They've spent 59 total hours cleaning up messes their kids have made during the pandemic because, of course, everyone's been home a lot more often. Right. I gotta tell you, that's reason enough right there to punt a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so are you saying two whole days a week or just two whole days, period? Two Cause... whole days this, I think, since last March. 59 total hours Dang, extra, that's... I think. That's nuts. You know, I, I feel like... That, yes, pun a kid, 100%. But I feel like, for me, I have cleaned like way less than yes, I was before. Just, but I also, again, don't have children, so I feel like... Ah, McCall. Eh. It's not a fair trade-off. I mean, I... How many... Let's see, how many weeks have we had? Uh, I feel like I have paid somebody oh, for oh, two okay, whole days to clean my house. <laughs> I mean that's 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 a thing. Oh uh, yeah, uh, definitely an option on the table, I suppose, if you want to explore. I just i I can't imagine the because I've cleaned a lot less too. Like Ashley and I were talking yesterday, we're like, all right, we we had the house completely cleaned, right? And then we went on vacation, mm-hmm. and then we're like, all right, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do this in waves, uh-huh. and that never works. We always say we're going to do it in waves, and we'll and sometimes we'll do a little bit here and there, but usually what happens is finally just one day, it's just a full-on cleaning marathon, Yeah, and then finally it's clean. And it's not the way to go about it, but I feel like that's the procrastinator's lifestyle right yep. there. Like, I'm going to do it bit by bit. I'm going to study. I'm going to do it little by Binge. little over this whole week. And the last day, you're like, all right, I have no, I, nobody talked to me. I have to study yep. all night because I've done literally none of this. Yep. That's and how it, I do it, so... <laughs> I was going to say the ironic thing is I think most people would say that not maybe not most, but a fair amount of people I think would say they've cleaned a lot less because I feel like our tolerance for just certain things has gone up, like the, what you'll go out in public and what you'll clean and all that. I think people have just become much more comfortable with things because you just eh, right it seems less important. But right, man, fifty-nine hours, so much cleaning. Yeah, that's. That's a lot, McCall. Fifty nine hours from now means that it would be well into well past Friday. Like the workday would be done Friday. Be Friday night. It's not there yet, though. I know. Let's, let's, Dang it! We'll just skip ahead. We'll just skip. We're jumping. We'll see you later. We'll see, we'll see you Friday evening. Yep. Uh, speaking of the pandemic, I have a trip to make this morning. Well, later today, and. Uh, it's a place that I'm not very fond of, though I usually get told it's not that big a deal. So in the pandemic, worse, better, or the same? Ooh. I am not a fan of the DMV, but I don't have not dealt with it in Utah yet. I've dealt with the DLD, uh-huh. AJ McCall at VFX, and it's been it's There's, been scattered. The DLD is not really like terrible. It's been scattered. I'm, I think... Well, going in there when I had to get an updated license and them telling me my state-issued license, and I swear to you, it is a state-issued license, because when I got it, I was AJ like- got it. It was fake. I was like 29. Like, what am I making a fake ID? I'm 29. Right. And they're like, eh, it looks fake. And I'm like, I don't know how to respond to that <laughs> because the state gave it to me. Talk that, to Indiana. That didn't, that didn't feel, that was literally the response. Well, let's call up state of Indiana. That's literally my response. But I got to register my car. Uh-huh. And so I got to go in because uh, a transfer to me right. from other whatever. Right. So I got to go in. I got to right. do it the in-person thing. The last thing I want to do in the pandemic. I can't wait. I cannot wait for this. I'm not looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, you shouldn't be. I'm going in. Look, I'll tell you right on now. On eggshells. You should be. I'll right. tell you right now. Every, alleviating so much I can, stress I in my life right now. I cannot wait until the follow-up tomorrow because every time I've ever been oh, into the DMV, oh, no. it's like... Okay. And that's my problem. How? Like, it's very much like you walk in there and it's like, like a, like a, what's the word? Subdued child or something that's like, hey, mom, 
mom, I made a mistake. Like, that's what you feel like you're going into because it's like they are very much. It's like power hungry. Here's the problem. There are a couple of people that I've dealt with there that have been okay. Password okay person. Please. (laughs) Here's the problem. Uh The the car transferred from, so I I bought it from Ashley's family. Uh So I I wasn't in a rush and I didn't get the paperwork all figured out. And actually the paperwork was gone for a while and we had to track it down Mm -hmm. for the deed. So like it's it's been a minute since like I purchased it and we all know where I'm at in my level of understanding of cars anything. Like like we talk about the mechanicals like it just right, ex- right. It extends to everywhere. Right. So So I'm going in there being like, "Hey, so like I probably should have done this a while ago." I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. There's, um there's so, a date on it. Oh, that was my next question is if you actually put a date on the title or I not. I didn't but it was and I got to do that and I got to I got to register my, my vehicle and mm. I just don't see this going well. It's not going to be good. It's not. I don't I don't know. I don't know how else to uh to tell you. The last time that we went in to go and get a vehicle registered was Dustin's. It went smoothly, I bet. Oh, it was so <laughs> great. So, we had to go in and I had to go get a temp tag for it and so they right. were like this is the process for it. So I followed the process. We go inside and the lady's like, "No. That's not how it works." <laughs> no. I'm like, "Just flat No. What? Next. So the lady, seriously, I'm like, so, but the lady told me that this is how it needed to work. And she's like, yeah, she was ill-informed. That's not it. So I was oh, like, okay, great. So then Dustin had to go in and go get it filled out. So then Dustin went in, got it filled out. She's like, okay, so if it's a this year, this year, this year, it doesn't need an inspection, blah, 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 all of that shenanigans. And so he's like, okay, great. So I'll go back, get this all set up, get it whatever so he brought it back in and the lady was like nope that's not it whoever that was that told you that don't do that that's wrong so it's just a lot of like i don't feel confident no i don't no so then he went in was like okay so this is going on this is what the year is she's like okay so if the check engine lights on you're gonna need to get it fixed before next year when you register it and dustin was like cool that's next year so yeah, right. i don't really care focus on the now. like i want it now on and it's like now. she just kept saying well oh, you have to make sure that it's done next year so i mean just be aware of that i don't want to get arrested which is why i have to do this and i'll have to grip my teeth which is why it's going to be terrible oh yeah but i'm there's at some point there's a breaking part I'm like you know what it's worth it i'll take my chance with the cops i'll see you guys later <sighs> <sighs> we actually explored that quite a bit yesterday oh yeah we did how long can you stay on hold or get transferred from service to service or have to deal with those stupid voice menus before you lose your cool? And actually, when it comes to losing patience, there's one particular obscure thing that does it for each McCall and myself. McCall's, though, it's more commonplace. So I don't know how she lives life. <laughs> how long does it take for you to get just fed up? Dealing with customer service or voicemail menu. I'm going to put that in the exact same boat. AJ McCall on VFX for the debate today. Because McCall, regardless of the tale of how many emails, tattlings, voicemails she's left with her most recent run in, I guess. Of, yeah, business. Whatever. And they're just like, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it's nah. not a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> She'll come back to us. She's got to work with us, so it doesn't matter. Gotta wait till she gets to ten. When she gets to ten, then we'll talk to her. Because I can tell you, for me, voicemail wise, it takes about three to five transfers. Oh, okay. I'm willing to believe, like I got to go in the menu and we got to get me on board. Right. So two to by two to three transfers, I ought to be heading in the right direction. We start trending towards five and more. I'm like, all right, we have no idea where we're sending me. And now it just seems like you're bouncing me back and forth. Yeah. I remember once upon a time I was dealing with a certain cable company and I had signed up for service and had no problem with service for months on end. And then magically one day service goes out. So I'm like, okay, I'll call them up. And they're like, oh yeah, uh, there was a hiccup because there was an alteration to your service for no reason whatsoever. And so uh, it's Thursday and we're not going to be able to get out to turn it back on until Monday. And I was like, yeah, no, that's not how this is going to work because it was working just fine. And then magically somehow you guys clicked a button unless there was some some cable person over here randomly. It was like, ha yank the cord. Right. And I got transferred for, for two hours. Transfer, 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 transferred. And I feel bad because I was progressively more mad because everyone's like, we have no idea here. We have no idea here. I finally got to put up with one lady and she's 10 minutes. She was like, oh, yeah, it's not a problem. Done. And I was like, I asked, I was like, Why? Why did it take me two hours to find you, you lovely angel? Because that is ridiculous. Yeah. 
And she's like, I don't know, because because they're like, eh, maybe they're just bored. And we're like, ah, eh, nobody's playing. Let's play. Let's play customer hot potato and see if we can get him to curse. Because then we get to hang up on him and he's got to start over again. Yeah. I, uh, when it comes to like voicemail menus and that kind of thing, my, my attention, my, um, energy is very short. Snow. My, my wick on my candle down to the bottom. I like, McCall described herself as a candle. Everybody take that in. It was more elegant than the, you know, the fuse on my dynamite. Well, I mean, it depends. The it, hammer it, it on turns my quickly. It turns quickly. <laughs> so normally, normally I'm I'm pretty patient with uh, situations Clearly. because I I understand that it's stressful and blah blah blah. But normally, I'm pretty patient with it. You make me wait in a line though. I'm out. I can't. If I a physically can see a line, line, I hate it. Physical line. If I'm on like a virtual line, I don't care because I can do literally anything else. I can walk around my kitchen. I can cook. Uh, I can eat uh, nachos. Uh, like I can do whatever uh, nachos, I want the to. perfect line activity. It is. But if I'm standing in a line at a store, what am I supposed to do? I got to stand there. I can't do jumping jacks. I can't do cartwheels. It's like frowned upon by society. Yeah, in the words of Dave Cook, you try to do the floaty dance where you try to keep your spot and you kind of wander around, do a little bit I of get the bored. floaty dance. I hate it. So how long of a line is too long of a line? Because I feel like the answer is going to be way shorter than most people anticipate. Uh, if So if I'm on the phone, if they say, depending on the time, if they say anywhere between five and 15 minutes, depending on what the scenario is if it's something that it's like tomorrow i can go into town just, and go talk to somebody i'm good with it i'll go in and talk to somebody i just picture mccall wandering up for something like how is it gonna be five minutes before? i was like yeah hey, i got time for that and just turns around and walks off yeah uh when it comes to like food service type of a thing less than half an hour um how's it be uh, you're literally next nah pass if I have to, yeah, if I have to stand in a line at Walmart for longer than like 10 minutes, uh, I'm dying. Like I'm <laughs> leaning over to Dustin. I remember the day after Christmas, we were going over to a family member's house and we had to stop at Walmart. And the day after Christmas is the worst day to go to Walmart. Not something that I was aware of until I got there and everybody and their dog was buying up Christmas clearance. Oh, and everybody yes. was there in yes. line and I was standing there and I leaned over to Dustin and we had been in line for, I don't know, probably five minutes. And I said, this is the actual worst day of my entire existence. And he laughed at me and I was like, nah, Ain't nobody got time for this. It's not funny. I hate it. <laughs> five minutes in a physical line. My literal torture. Five minutes in a physical line. Dead. Five minutes in a virtual line, I'll do it five times over. <laughs> this is like you're following up on the make uh, life less per- in person, more digital. Yep. Make lines less in person, more digital. Yep. Here's a question. I read an article This is a while ago, probably like a year and a half, if not older, about the guy who started a business in New York specifically where he just waited in line for stuff for people, uh-huh. and then they could come back and get it, and that's what he did. He made a good amount of money. I think he has like a whole... I guess he's I'm got like a, a company, business or whatever like thing, right? Yeah. You're going to hire that guy? Maybe. Dude, I hate lines. Like, for me. I hate lines. Here's my card. I'll be right back. McCall, that makes you impatient. Probably. There's nothing I hate more than standing in a line. <laughs> Hopefully you can practice a little bit of patience. Nope. For Florida or not. Florida or not, your chance to win a Johnny O Spud Nuts gift card where they've got, of course, Spud Nuts with uh-huh. all kinds of flavors. They have the normal cinnamon ones, cake ones, Oreos, all your choices. But they've got more than that. They've got coffee. They've got breakfast burritos. Any breakfast option could be your choice if we catch a criminal from Florida. AJ McCall on VFX. It starts with three headlines, please. All right. Headline number one. Some guy arrested after he used hairspray and a lighter to make a flamethrower during a robbery. Burglary. Sorry. <laughs> During I was like, that's a new way to, that's, to uh, criminals and help self-defense. Yeah, that's new. There's story. Kids don't do that even though no. it totally works. No, yeah, it does. There's story one. Then you got story number two. Uh, guy calls the cops because he's nervous that somebody broke into his house. Fails to hide his massive drug supply stash. So, great. That's why he was nervous that somebody had broken into his house. 100%. <sighs> and then we got story number three. Cheeto dust leads to the arrest of a woman. She left behind her open, empty Cheeto bag, and then she had Cheeto dust in her teeth. As we all know, Cheeto dust doesn't go away. There you go. Three crazy stories. 
Cheetos. <laughs> I love Cheetos, man. Cheetos commercial during the Super Bowl is one of my favorites. Very few. Most of it, yeah. Cheetos was very good. But man, they've been doing those commercials where they're like, who did it? And they shine the black light. They're like, hey, can we just get a little, can we just get a little clip of that, by yep. the way? Just want to use it for a commercial. Yep. Oh my gosh. Woo. So there you go. Three crazy stories. Florida not with AJ and McCall on VFX. And I don't know what it is about man's fascination with fire, but it happens, especially at an early age. I mean, come on, April. Like everybody, everybody played with fire as a kid, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah 100%. Now, here's one I bet you can't top. I once got too close to a candle to smell it and inhaled flame. And I got to tell you, not great. No. Oh, yeah. No. No one warms it you that. sound pleasant. No, they don't warn you that. They don't tell you that you could breathe in fast enough to create a fire vortex. But, you know, here I was. Ta-da. An idiot. Uh, <laughs> speaking of idiots. <laughs> now that April's- I think the craziest craziest thing we ever did was put hairspray in our hands and then light it. Oh, yeah, because yep, yep, it's yep, the coolest. Yep. Kids, don't do this yeah. at home. I just, yeah, I just no. see, as, as someone turning 32 this year, I just see home going down in flames, and I'm like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't think homeowner's insurance would cover that. No, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a hairspray insurance clause. No. Uh, no. <laughs> Three more stories, please recall. All right. So we got story number one. Some guy decided to burglarize a home, used a makeshift flamethrower to shoot fire at the lady so he could get away with, you know, stealing stuff. Ah. Uh, According to, Ah. let's see, it says they, quote, may have had a burning sensation he was in trouble after he was charged. The Good Lord. I'm shocked. So the woman identified as the victim reportedly fang- finding the man in her home armed with a purple Aussie hairspray can and a red lighter. Dude. I like how they mentioned the specific Aussie brand. hairspray is the best when it comes to flamethrower. I'll take your Just word saying. for it. I was always partial to Axe because you get a pretty nice long tail on that. Yeah. I mean, that's that is true. Oh, yeah. That is true. <laughs> Look so at the- us being adults discussing homemade flamethrowers. No, we're so proud. <laughs> the victim said she oh. felt the literal heat on her face. I don't know if I'd be more upset about missing my eyebrows or whatever he took. I know. Seriously. Like, growing back your eyebrows is impossible. I swear. Right? So there's there's story number one. We got story number two. A guy called the cops on Sunday night to report a break-in at his apartment. Cops didn't find any sign of a break-in, but they did see this guy's huge stash of drugs, which he hadn't bothered to hide before they got there. I called Uh you guys. It's immunity. It's It's immunity because I called you. Yep. So then he got arrested because, you know, that's still illegal. Idiot. Yeah. And then story number three, some lady tried to break into a house last week and accidentally dropped an empty bag of Cheetos. The cops found the woman in the area, tied her directly to the burglary because there was Cheeto dust in her teeth. Can you imagine the police report for that? Like, how did you know that was the victim? When we found Cheetos on the scene, they were the they were the the crunchy kind. They were this color of dust, and uh, they had her, she had them in her teeth. She had them in her uh, teeth. They were right there. Close case. Failure to brush. Close case. So, wow. I'm 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 shocked that she was hiding in the shadows, quote unquote. And when she opened her mouth, they saw Cheeto dust. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I was hungry. really hoping when he said oh. it was a Cheeto trial. I was really hoping like she had stepped in the Cheetos no. and there was like a Cheeto footprint or like she got it on her hands and they had followed fingerprints everywhere. No. But I mean, in her mouth and she left on, she's pretty good too. I'm going to be honest. Oh yeah. So there you go. Three crazy Wait. stories. All right, April. So <clears throat> they're all stupid. There's no denying that. The dude oh, yeah. had drugs that he called the house of story too. I personally am partial to one and three, the flamethrower and yeah. the lady who was caught because of the Cheetos. Oh, yeah, this is tough. Um, these ones all made me laugh today. Oh, it was good. great. Um, I'm thinking one. Okay. I'm going to have to go with one. I agree with that one. Hey, I mean, we all did it, but yeah, who knows? If that lady lost her eyebrows, too, like, that's serious crime. Like, he should throw the book at her. Right? He burned her eyebrows off. Yeah. There's no recovery from that. I ain't yeah, drawing them on. You see me drawing on eyebrows every day? No. I'm yeah, death yeah. penalty. Ugh. Death penalty. Yeah. All right. It's, it's story number one. It is April. Congratulations. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> we got you a gift card to Johnny O's Button Nuts. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Sounds great. When in doubt, go with fire. Always. Obviously, my relationship with fire started at such a young age. Right. But it's April since y'all do. You're like, ooh, I'm a wizard. Except you're not because you burned down the house down and you don't have the oh, magic no. to reverse that spell. Bump. April wins Florida, not on VFX. My relationship with fire, obviously, because when you when you breathe in fire, 
you know, there's just there's no turning back. Obviously, uh-huh. me and my oven exploits. Mm-hmm. That all started at a young age. But I can tell you, the most damage I ever did to a house actually wasn't with fire. It was with the exact opposite. Oh, no. I know what you're thinking. AJ, all the stories you tell us, and McCall furthers this false narrative about how you're eventually going to burn the house down. Right. You had to be an idiot as a kid with fire. Probably. Wow, really? Really? You had to just respond with I was an idiot probably. as a kid with fire. AJ McCall at VFX. I don't think I was any more idiotic than, besides breathing in the candle. That's just, yeah, that's I, not I, great. I got, I got nothing for that. I mean, not promising. But I don't ever remember threatening to burn the house down. The most damage uh-huh. I did with the house, me and my friends were home alone. Not right. a great start. Uh-huh. And someone found a squirt gun. So oh, then no. what started is someone chasing around turned into a whole water battle with people grabbing the hose from outside. And the problem is... Someone decided to close themselves off in my parents' bedroom. No. Because it was the only one that had only one way in. Ugh. So people pushing the door open and trying to get them and squirting everywhere. So they leave, because that's the amazing thing about having a water gun fight not in your house. You don't have to deal with the consequences. Yep. I try to fix it, and I believe when my parents got home, it is one of about four times that I can remember all four of my names were used. Uh Uh-oh. All four. Not three, not one, not two, all four. Rawhide after that one. Yeah. That is, I think, the most destruction I've ever done to my parents' house. Yeah, that's not good. You know- Water dries. No. Water is terrifying. Water is so bad. Um- I've always been, I growing up, I always thought it was really cool, the people that had water beds. Like, I thought they were the neatest My things. Mom had one. And I remember somebody telling me that it wasn't great because there was, like, water damage or whatever what, that would happen to people's houses. And I was, I was little, so I didn't, I was like, huh, weird. Like, just having it in there, it's just like, boom, water damage. But then I figured it out that it's terrifying. because it had to pop yeah, to be able to, like, release I mean, it, but. It's kind of terrifying, just, just. Oops. My bad. I accidentally stabbed this. Like, yeah. <laughs> heaven forbid. Sorry, I took my buck knife to bed with me. My. <laughs> no. I was going to say, heaven forbid that the underwire from your bra or something oh, sticks. Oh, that would be the worst. <laughs> sucks so that bad. That would be the worst. I just got betrayed this week over that kind of a situation. Oh, and so I feel Lord. like it would not be... That difficult to lie down for a nappy nap or something and wake up sure. so. Sure. Ah, oh, man, I hate everything. Get the duct tape. Seriously. Get the duct tape. Seriously. <laughs> All right, keep. That'd be the worst. Keep keep the ill-fitting Ill fitting that is women's clothes in mind because that will come back Dumb. up here in just a second. But while no. we're on the subject of destruction, McCall, a final nail in the coffin, I think, or should I say claw in the leg. For why cats are not better than dogs. They took down a whole plane. What? You know, ironically enough, this weekend I, I flew out to Portland to go see some friends and family. Mm-hmm. And we were having a conversation while we are in Portland talking about the sheer number of animals that we had seen in the airport. AJ McCall at VFX. In fact, my brother who flew out to Seattle uh, earlier in the week and then drove down to Portland when I flew out there was talking about the fact that on his uh, way to get to the gate for their flight out to Seattle, he said, we saw a service dog literally stop. Pop a squat in the middle of the airport and uh, do some business. That's the worst. I hate that kind of stuff. <laughs> and for what it's worth, he was like, look, I, I, you can't blame the dog. No. Because what's he going to do? Where's right. he going? Sorry, mom. I got to pee. But we were yeah. talking about it and we're like, yeah, it just seems like the, for whatever reason on these flights, there's just an abundance of animals. Yeah. Well, hopefully you keep track of all of them because a flight from the Middle East had to get grounded because of attack cat. What? Apparently... While the plane was being cleaned, a feral cat snuck on board. Then, after they took off and got in the air, they had to turn around and land because the cat got into the cockpit and started attacking the, the pilots. A cat yes. took down a whole plane. Dude. A whole plane. And that is only further proof. Cats are evil. <laughs> Cats do what they want to do when they want to do it, period. I think we kind of knew that, but I oh, feel yeah. like this kind of seals it. Could you imagine? You're just like... In char- I don't know. Look, I, like I swear, to, I swear to goodness, the right. pilot that flew us from from Salt Lake to Portland was hammered because all I could hear was. He said he was saying things, but like just sure. I couldn't tell. There was no space between his words. Are there, are there words? He was slurring them all. You got you got words, bud. But they seem to be pretty relaxed. And all of a sudden, you're like, get what, get out of here. Cat, cat, cat. See, here's the thing. I love cats a lot. Ditto. I think they're very sweet. Ditto. But they also have this, like, 
fire inside of them that is terrifying. Yeah. Because they are d bags. Yeah. <laughs> I think but my I favorite description is world's deadliest uh, creature packaged in a cute package that we keep picking up and saying, oh my God, is it no, he's too cute. No, Wouldn't that frustrate anyone? That'd frustrate everybody. Oh, yeah. So if you are anti-cat, there's the argument. And I don't think anybody remember a dog uh, taking a plane down. If anything, the dog kept a plane in the air because he saved someone's life. I, got a, I, got, I love the humans. Caught a bad guy. I love them humans. That's what he says. <laughs> okay, so McCall raised an interesting point. Uh, you can't have a waterbed because your underwire could poke through and ruin your day. Yeah. Just ruin your day. Yeah, Not ruin to mention probably the bedroom. Yep. It's the worst. Well, what if, what if... That could be completely alleviated. Okay. Perfectly fitting clothes. Mm. One option for Would You Rather Wednesday. So, in the AJ and McCall show, we have covered the just nightmare that is women's clothing and trying to yeah. find something that fits. So dumb. All in the name of equality. I, I and had because a, it's just stupid. And because it's dumb. It's just stupid. I was having a conversation with my good friend Lauren the other day because I was like, hey, you know what sucks? Pants. You know, I go in and it's like, Hey, I'd like this pair of pants, please. It's a size 26. Okay, great. I'm going to put it on. Oh, so it's actually a size 23. Why do we even use like a metric standard of measuring? Okay. Did you just break out the. the Stupid. It's stupid. Whatever it is, Fair. measuring tape and say, oh yeah, uh, 26 is now 23. <laughs> AJ like, McCall at VFX can be alleviated with the power of Would You Rather Wednesday sick. McCall. But of course, there's always a second option. So would you rather have clothes that fit Perfectly. Okay. Perfectly. Okay. Or have the most comfortable pillow, blankets, and sheets in existence. Um, I think I'm gonna go with clothes, hands down. Uh oh. Because never have I ever been able to just like log on to any sort of website and be like, I want this, this, and this, and it's all gonna fit. <laughs> and I have to worry about it. No, I don't have to worry about Here's it. Here's my it's question. Just done. So are these are we deciding that these magic clothes fit whenever? Like I'm no matter with, what, yeah. you're bloated, you're whatever. I'm you going had a with big yeah. lunch. Oh. Because if they're going to fit perfectly, they're going to fit perfectly. See, I love. <laughs> Here's maybe, just maybe, they're they're like magic, magic clothes. And so if you find a really cute top and it's like, oh my gosh, this is the cutest shirt. Oh, it's an extra small. What do I do? Buy it. Boom. Fits you. That's my ID idea ideal situation i'll allow it because girls clothing is stupid dude it's so I'll dumb allow it but i'm going with the bedding oh it's the most comfortable not not like one of the most not like tied for the most the most like the president the kings <sighs> of all those european countries no, no no i have the most comfortable See, it's a third of my life except it's not because sure. i sleep like four hours a night so it's like a tenth of my life but stop oh. here's here's my problem with that if i lean that direction I'm never getting up. So then my clothes that almost used to kind of fit somewhat good are not fitting somewhat good at all anymore because all I'll do is nap. You take the bedding and then the clothing situation goes even further south. Yes. (laughs) That's uh, that's what happens. No, I... I, Okay, what if it's one outfit then? What if you only pick one outfit? What outfit are you picking? Something that's straight fire. I don't know, man. T-shirt, a hoodie, a crew neck. Look, hoodies are fine. Fitting hat. Like I don't you worry look in the about. Mirror and you're like, oh my gosh, I look amazing in this hat. I already look good in hats, so I don't really like care with hats. Not hat. I already look great. In fact, all hats fit perfectly. It's like I'm already playing. Would you rather Wednesday? <laughs> no, pants. Definitely yeah. the answer. The answer is jeans. Jeans yeah. for sure. If you take it that way, you have to get a good fitting pair of jeans. Look, women, <laughs> women's jeans. Not to rag on the women's clothing industry or anything. Women's jeans suck. Like, okay, so you want to be like, you want to, you've got some like booty. Got it. Okay. So your waist obviously isn't going to fit. McCall, if you're going to talk about booty, please put it in a a term that we can all understand. (laughs) Small waist with a big bank, please. Please. Terms we can all understand and follow along. So I am so. I am I am so on board with having jeans that would fit perfectly because it's like I I can't I can't buy a pair of jeans that it's like oh yeah this fits in my waist like it's it's one or the other you don't get any in between I'm taking the betting it's beyond dumb I'm gonna be honest it's because of I'm a man 
I'm taking the betting. It's because of I'm a man. It's true. I'll figure out uh, the jeans thing. I'm taking the betting. Man, I am like, I'm so grateful that like Dustin and like people who just you're able to just go in and buy pants. It's like, oh, this is your size? Cool. It's literally the same across the board. You don't even have to try them on. It's like if I buy this pair of jeans that I feel like may possibly fit, I'm going to get home. They're either going to be three sizes too big or three sizes too small. Nothing actually runs true to size. Hey, so do these pants fit true to size? Oh, no, actually, they use a yardstick that's actually way shorter than the other yardsticks because they want to be exclusive. The legs aren't even the same length on this pair of pants. So dumb. Pants are dumb. Would you rather have all your clothes perfectly fit Mm -hmm. or have the most comfortable pillow, blankets, and sheets in existence? Would you rather Wednesday, going on our social media, Utah's VFX, make your decision. So it was discovered parents have spent uh, 59, 56, too many days extra cleaning up after their kids in the pandemic because, you know, they're home and they don't take care of themselves, the brats. Right. Um, Well, not just parents and kids. So my brother's supposed to be moving here in the next couple months. And Mm -hmm. so, of course, we want to go down and see him before that happens. Right. Except uh, the invite was a little bit suspicious when they said, we have to get you down one more time before we leave. Oh. And I'm now trepid of going. Okay. AJ McCall on VFX. So my brother's set to move here in a couple months from Vegas, and this is the closest we've lived since we were both back in our hometown. Uh-huh. And so, of course, I want to get down and see him. So I saw him this past week, and we're talking about it. And the invite has to be a little bit trepid because they said, yeah, we would love to get you guys down at least one more time before we move. We could really use the help packing. Oh. Whoa. Pump the brakes. If I wanted to do anything that involved cleaning someone's house, I'd do it at my own train wreck of a house that hasn't been cleaned in a few weeks. Come on. Like, I want to see him, and I'm not going to be like, yeah, have fun while I sit on the couch and eat Cheetos. But, like, I ain't coming down to just be your free labor. Maybe you can be like their paid labor. So you go down there and you help them pack, and then they treat you to like a really fancy dinner. Because, like, I went over to the. Oh, I was thinking like the Gordon Ramsay place. Like I'm just saying, I better get something. You're coming down here, we're like, oh, we need your help to pack. Oh yeah, lift with your knees, lift with your knees, <laughs> dude. It's been like a year since I had a delicious burger from the Gordon Ramsay burger place, and so now I'm just like reveling in that. So I think we that that's what you need to do. You, I think that's what you need to do. You need to go down there and be like, "What's up? I'll help you, but get me a burger from the Gordon Ramsay place." Like I told my friend that I just saw this weekend, we need to get together sometime this summer. And then, hey, yeah, I could really use your help mowing the lawn. I know. <laughs> no. Uh, no. no, that works. Like I get, I get being able to help people pack, and I'm, I'm all with that, especially when it's family. Like if I had a random friend, neighbor situation that was like person yo you want to come over and come help me pack i'd be like <laughs> no like, uh sorry i gotta uh, just, sorry i gotta uh, take a nap uh, and watch more rupaul's drag race i get i'm busy occupied but what to pack stuff in the boxes the stuff that we've had sitting aside forever that we needed to send to the, the di wouldn't still be it in would, the house right it now it would be in boxes it would correct. be in boxes correct so i i feel like <sighs> sure you chores. you could go down there maybe Help out. Be like, okay, look, I'll give you five hours of my time. That's it. That's all you got, though. <laughs> After that, I we're expect, doing fun stuff. I expect a dinner. I expect a expect nice a dinner. dinner. Not pizza. Gordon Ramsay dinner. Since I got together with my friend this weekend, of course, it, it's the first time I'd seen him physically uh-huh. in like six years. And so we start, you know, you, you regale some of the old tales and tell some of the funny stories that crack each other up. And you start talking about high school a little bit. Uh-huh. And that includes some of the crazy things that happened in high school. Now, oh, good. I, I don't know that I could top the lady who went uh, viral on uh, on TikTok talking about her real 21 Jump Street experience. What? But I can tell you about how I got told that I was vandalizing the high school and got called in on a summer day that I wasn't supposed to be there. Hmm. What was your high school's big event? The big incident that happened? Uh-oh. AJ McCall on VFX. High school maybe was boring. I don't know. You look back now, you're probably like, ugh, that's stupid. Oh, yeah. Totally. But I'm willing to bet mm-hmm. most, most had some incident that happened. So I was hanging out with my friend recently. We told some stories. Uh-huh. We making each other crack up about high school all over again. Like sure. how one time there was a chair in uh, our 
or music department that was deemed to one senior. It was the senior chair. He mm-hmm. sat at the end of the hallway. And my buddy Zach had got it. It was his. It was handed down to him. Okay. And then some other senior one day decided to sit in her. name was Samantha. And Zach responded by kindly picking her up and putting her in a trash can. And it was hilarious. Okay. She knew the rules. But what was the, what was the, the incident? The thing that happened. Like, for me, I remember one time there was a fight. I don't even know who was in the fight. But there was a fight in school. And it got so bad that the security guards used pepper spray, mace, whatever they had. Interesting. Okay. And they used enough of it. That people couldn't go into that hallway. Weird. Because okay. they had to air out. And so that hallway was next to the lunchroom. And the way lunch worked at my school is all of our classes, we had four classes a day, they were an hour and a half. So third period was two hours, and it was divided into four groups. So first period had lunch first, then an hour and a half class, et cetera, et cetera. And then so uh, that happened during first or second lunch. And because of that, they wouldn't let people in the lunchroom. So my class, which normally went for an hour, I got half an hour of lunch, and then we came back and did the last half hour of class. Instead, went for two hours Crazy. because they wouldn't let us out. And the teacher got so mad because me and my friend were like, we're not paying attention. We're just not going to. We're standing up, moving around the class, right. pretending to be zombies, banging on the door, trying to get out of the classroom because we couldn't go because we were starving. Right. We had no brain cells that were operating. Right. And it was all because of a stupid fight. But they tried to tell us, and I don't know why, because I, I guess you don't want the, the, to let it out. But they were like, oh, there was a gas leak, which to me is more worrisome. Like, Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. So we're just chilling here waiting. Yeah. Got Say it. Say there was a fight. Cool. Yeah. Say there was a fight. Yeah. I think when I was in high school, our thing, I, it was my sophomore year and there was, so when I moved to Bear River High School, they were remodeling. Right. And the remodel took place, I mean, right in the middle. You've been to Bear River High School. You know where the lovely little entranceway is. So they had to demolish that whole normal center section so there were two wings, basically, of right. the school. Right. So there were two parking lots, one on the north side, one on the south side, and those were your two parking lots. And then there was the north wing and the south wing. But you couldn't take the cross. You, if you took the crosswalk, you had to cross from the south side over by the natatorium, go across, and then you had to split either direction. The seniors, my sophomore year, thought that was stupid because everybody would just jaywalk. Yeah. Just straight across to the auditorium. So they would just jaywalk. There was like all of the jaywalking tickets that got handed out. Tremont and City made buku bucks that year. <laughs> and they decided that they were going to paint a crosswalk themselves, which, by the way, is illegal. You can't do that because there's one on either side of that block. But nobody wanted to walk down to either side of that block. So they just cut across. They painted it. There was like legal issues that it was like that was their senior prank. And they were like, yeah, now we got to track them down. Because it's illegal. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Uh, I got punched in the face once over oh, nice. in high school. Bless. Over a girl it was dumb. Oh yeah. Uh, but the the vandalizing one. So my senior year, uh, they were going to tear down the music wing because they were uh, car dealership had donated a bunch of money to build this state of the art music complex. Nice. So we are closing out the season. It's like the last uh, few days of school. And so a friend of mine decided we had chalk that we had had to use in marching band to learn our sets and stuff. So we like chalk outlined ourselves on the carpet uh-huh. in the band room because they're tearing it down. It is literally being destroyed right. in the next handful of weeks. I had a phone call at home. Okay. Next day, school's out. I'm not at school going to school. I got a phone call at home mm-hmm. from the band director saying that I vandalized the band department and that I vandalized the school and that if I don't get there in the next 15 minutes to clean it up, he has a mind to call the cops. A mind to call the cops. So I show up and I get read the Miranda rights and then take 45 seconds to wet down a paper towel and rub out chalk on carpet because right. it's chalk on carpet. And right. Thought, and it's not thick carpet either. This is stupid. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then it made me really want to vandalize, but I didn't. But I did take stuff from the school. So, you know, last laugh. Ha ha ha. You know. I have an exit sign and a caution wet floor sign and a few music trophies. Oh, it's great. Nice. <laughs> Speaking of uh, memories, did you know that the McCall Taylor once upon a time lived somewhat of a sheltered childhood? No. <laughs> and uh, when that happens, sometimes you miss things along the way and people can't help but to make fun of you because you're missing out on what you call kid rock, a crucial element of your childhood, but you missed out. <laughs> yeah, I did. You know, parents are parents. They got rules. Yeah. I think that's one of the guidelines, not having been one myself yet, if ever. AJ McCall on VFX. 
And I don't know what the guidelines are. I hope that uh, millennials, as we become parents, we try to figure this out, that if there's certain things you keep away from your kids, at some point when they're old enough, maybe you give them the option to discover a couple of them so they don't go in the, inf- the world without vital information. Though in your situation, McCall, I don't know that I would consider Kid Rock vital information. <laughs> right. He's kind of... Uh, <laughs> That being said, McCall not getting to listen to Kid Rock as a kid <laughs> still led to a hilarious story. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> growing up, I remember when All Summer Long came out from Kid Kid Rock, and right. my mom was like, we won't listen to this song. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. No big deal. Don't care. You know? <laughs> it's fair. All right. I don't know why, but whatever. So, growing up, I love that song, by the way. Now, <laughs> that's what you get. That's what you get when you tell me things like, don't listen to this. <laughs> Grow up listening to it. Now I'm going to listen to it harder. So the other day, Dustin and I were driving and he was doing this like scat type thing, you know, like similar to what Jason Mraz normally does. And so I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm singing. And I was like, what are you singing? Like, what, what is that? And he's like, it's Kid Rock. What do you mean? What is that? And I was like, I don't know what that is. I've never heard it before. And then he was like, are you kidding? You've never heard Kid Rock. And I said, no. I I mean, I got all summer long. I got picture with Cheryl Crow. Like, that's all I got. Three damn days. <laughs> like, those, those, are my, those are my experiences with Kid Rock, okay? So he's like, pull this up right now. So I start listening to Kid Rock's album that came out in the 90s. And I was like, huh. You know, growing up, I was always disappointed because I was like, his name's Kid Rock. He's in country. What's going on? This is, I'm very disappointed. There's no rock in rock. There is no rock in kid rock. So then I had to listen to it and I was like, huh. Okay. And Dustin's like, so you're less disappointed now because obviously you've heard more of his like rockish stuff. And I was like, yeah, it's like Beastie Boys meets like, I don't don't even know how to explain it. Like trailer park, (laughs) like. I like it. I'm with it. I'm a big fan. So now I've been... It's the more hop version of hip hop. Yes, exactly. And so I started listening to it and I was like, okay, so I got it. Kid Rock. So then I had to call my mom and I was like, yo, why didn't you let me listen to Kid Rock growing up? And she's like, did you listen to what Kid Rock says? (laughs) It's fair. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, mom. I mean, and for what it's worth, there's a couple of songs there that I I wouldn't even call them cult classics. I mean, yeah, people know them, but you're like, oh no, I missed out on the discography of Kid Rock. I just had no Eh. idea. Like I was, I was very, I was very enlightened afterward. (laughs) And so now I have. It's the first time anyone's ever listened to Kid Rock and thought, (laughs) huh. Enlightened. No, I was just enlightened as to why his name was Kid Rock because I was always referencing him to like the country scene. And I was like, <laughs> that doesn't sound like rock. So then I figured it out that he actually had like a whole other career before this. So Eye opening experience. It, it was, was crazy. It was crazy. Is there any, I, 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 I'm going to regret asking this question because obviously there's probably a bevy of things, but is there anything else that comes to mind? Oh my gosh. But of course you weren't allowed to partake in as a kid. I mean, I grew that up. really stands out. <laughs> yes. Apparently the answer is yes. <laughs> so many. I remember I wasn't allowed to eat potato skins growing up because my dad told me they had cancer in them. Um, so why would you even <laughs> risk serving them? Well, they just like you ate them without the skins. Like, but <laughs> I understand. I understand the security concept. I don't understand. Like, if you were like, "Hey, don't eat this unless you peel the outside. It could give you cancer." I'm just not going to eat the whole. Th- I'm just not going to eat it all. <laughs> it's dangerous. I'm not going to risk it. I know. There was that. Uh, like, I thought. What? I thought the only kind of animals that had horns were boys. Uh, and I, I grew up thinking that as well. I didn't know until I had a goat that had horns. It was like Dustin's sister has a long horn. And I was like, she's like, it had a baby. And I was like, how? I don't understand. <laughs> it's a miracle. I have no idea. It is a miracle. And so then Dustin was like, why would you ever think that? I was like, I have no idea. And then my dad came over and I had a goat that has horns on it. And my dad was like, oh, this is a nice little boy. And I was like, no, it's a girl. And he's like, no, it's a boy because it has horns. And I was like, oh, there it is. It's genetic. I got it. I figured it out. But I, I mean, there's a plethora of things that it's like, I should have known this, and I didn't. So this all started because <laughs> of music. This all started because of the lyrical genius that is Kid Rock. I like Kid Rock.
wrong. So uh, I got into a discussion about two things this weekend. Uh The first was who dictates the playlist while you're driving. Uh The second is road trip playlist. Let us start when it comes to music in the car. AJ McCall VFX for the debated eight. Who controls the music? Me. (laughs) Okay, McCall, you're not always in the car with me, so that can't be the answer. Well... Tough took us. I'm not going to call you and be like, hey, what should I listen to while I drive? Oh my gosh, I have a perfect playlist. I got to go to Smithfield. I got 15 minutes. What do you got for me? Okay. These five songs. Go. I'm not kidding. Like I have, I have so many playlists. Um, Normally when it comes to driving, the passenger is the one that is in charge of the music. Thank you. Unless I'm driving and then it's me. So... (laughs) I, this is the way it worked. My brother had a rental car, so they, uh-huh. had, they had Bluetooth. So yeah, yeah, yeah. my sister-in-law from the back seat hooked her phone up oh, nice. to pick the music, to which my brother was touching the touch uh, thing to skip the songs. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I've been completely eliminated as passenger yep. from the yep. process, and that's just not how it's supposed to work. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it kind of depends on uh, like where you're going. The tools you're driving with. <laughs> yeah. Because I'll ask Dustin, I'll be like, okay, so what do you want to listen to? Like, if he's driving, because when I'm driving, I have drive jams that I know I want to listen to. So the question I have next, and this one's a little bit more generic because it's each your own. So the argument is just the argument of preference. Right. But if we were to build a playlist, because uh, I may or may not have a friend visiting soon, Uh and then we will uh, probably take a drive, a few hours drive to head down to do whatever. Right. Uh. If, if that's the case, we're building a playlist here. What are you putting on it? Okay. Um, I have never been more prepared for something. So I decided I was going to pull up my my app that I play music off of that shall remain nameless so I don't lose my job. But, it's uh, the VFX app. It's, it's totally yeah. free in the app store. T-Pain and Young Jock with uh, Bayou Drank is on there right now. That is a jam. That is a jam. I'm not going to deny I'm, I'm very impressed by this first What's answer because I'm a fan. Let me talk to you. Um, I also have... Uh, Black Bear. I have a Black Bear I Feel Bad radio because it's one of my favorite songs. Just anything Black Bear. Black Bear's album that he released last year was just like iconic. It was so good. Um, Let's see. What else? Dreams by Fleetwood Mac obviously needs to be on there because I like it. I'm calling her hippie nature. Mm, Casey Musgraves. Eh, you're losing me. Post Malone is on this list. Mm. I'm like going through some of the ones that I've got. Homicide, Logic, and Eminem. Um, Can't understand the words, but it's it's vibe. It is a vibe. I'm just going through. I'm just I'm just clicking shuffle. So this is what I've got on my playlist that I got going on right now for road tripping. So some uh, some outside here. Okay, that's a great idea. April one one song one song. What were you what are you putting down for a playlist? What do you got to start it with? I have to only pick one. Just Just one. one. The lead song. Like you're like all right, we're out of here. Bam. This is a song that we get, or or maybe it's a song that you pull into the place that you're going with. You know, I'm partial to Jewel on road trips, just because it just sets a good, mellow yeah. mood for a long drive. Yeah, just very much a like a good vibe for it. I feel that. Look, if I'm going on a trip to go decompress, I totally get you. Yeah. Um, to each their own. Not not the not the vibe I'm looking for. But all oh. right, sure. I, I don't I don't think me and my buddy maybe going down to Gamble and be like, all right, let's listen to some Jewel. Then it came home. Let's do it. Megan the Stallion obviously needs to be on that list. Um, I got stuff from Jack's Mannequin and Neck Deep also. Panic at the Disco, All Time Low. I started off so concise and then you were just like everywhere. Dude, Shotgun it's, I'm sorry. This is, this the, is the kind of music that I listen to though because it's like if I don't have variety, I get bored. Like snowboarding, I, I listen to music the whole time that I'm snowboarding. And so it's like I go from... This vibe to this vibe to this vibe to this vibe. And so it's all over the place. Here's my true issue. The okay. buddy that I may be road tripping with uh, played video games with him a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. And maybe it's changed since then. But he was listening to music before he got on it. So we heard the music in his headphones. Okay. And it was Billie Eilish. And he's like, I'm really digging Billie Eilish right now, which is great. She's a talented sure. artist. I'm kind of tired of William Eyelash. Yeah. So that's why I'm trying to put together this playlist because I want to be like, hey, so what do you want to listen to? He's like, all right, uh, Billie, uh, Billie Eilish. I'm like, okay, great, but not that. Next. Um, Roll another one. But if I got a playlist already, like, hey, I put this playlist together, and then there's no excuse. Like, let's just jam. I found a 90s essential playlist that you may want to listen to that's pretty good. I mean, the top three songs you got, Semi-Charmed Life, Mr. Jones, Two Princes, Closing Time, Safe Tonight. The classics. You know, the classics of the 90s. If that's what you wanted to listen to. Wow. um, That sounded insulting. You have offended my religion. Okay. 
Wow. Sorry about could, it, bud. Could not care less that she offended my religion either. Sorry about it, bud. Um, Mariana's Trench. I don't know, man. One of my favorite one of my favorite playlists is 110 down a back road on a Wednesday at 2 p.m. <laughs> I asked the question, what would you put on a road trip playlist? And McCall's answer was technically everything. <laughs> I would. Everything I've never would been be more on prepared it. For it. Why would everything not be on it? Look, man, you got you got MIA, you got Marina, you got Kesha, you got Nicki Minaj, Megan the Stallion. Lady Gaga. Speaking of going on trips, uh, how do you get the Coast Guard called out on a camping trip? <laughs> you make them think that you don't care about life. Yep. Why would anybody do this? I don't know, man. My first birthday together with Ashley, AJ uh-huh. McCall at VFX, we went up to Jackson in Wyoming, and we we camped in the uh, Teton National Park, we went and saw Yellowstone, all that. Uh-huh. And then my dad called me, and I had just enough signal to take his call because he's wishing me a happy birthday, and he heard me slam the bear the bear box. Right, right, because they make noise. Right, and his his famous quote was, "What is that?" And I said, "Oh, it's the bear box. Bear box. You put stuff in it so bears don't don't get your st- like are attracted to yeah. that, and they can't get into it as opposed to tent and whatever." They'll steal was, it. <laughs> There's bears there. Yeah, it's the West. Mountains, of tons of them, millions. Yep. yep. We drove past so many of them. I saw so many bears. And I thought that was the most dangerous thing. Granted, you don't have a choice over that. I think you have a little bit of a role in it as long as you do what you're supposed to, throw away your trash, make sure you lock everything up. You don't have a choice over if bears show up or not. Right. There's a family in England who decided they're going to go camping. Okay. Makes sense in the pandemic. Sure. Camping's pretty easy. It's yeah. Pretty social distance already. Right. They decided to camp near a uh, beautiful cliff. Cool. Great scenery. Right? right. 280 feet down. Problem is they camped two feet from the edge of this 280-foot cliff. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's dangerous. I mean, nothing nothing quite says you're very aware of your surroundings, like camping next to a next to a cliff, because like one wrong roll and you are like I feel like a lot of people shift their sleep. One stiff breeze and you are yeah. More importantly, I like it. Not just adults; they were kids. Oh, good. In this tent, excuse me, one kid in this tent, and I don't know. Kids I, are rambunctious. Yeah. I mean, oops. I don't have those, bathroom. but I'm gonna go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Groggy, groggy. Bye. Yeah, I don't like that. People, of course, were concerned. Called and told them to move, and which they did. Even crazier, two feet from the edge of a 20, 280 foot drop. The area is also known for landslides. Yeah, you shouldn't be there. I don't understand why in the world that is the place. Like, I get waking up and having a beautiful view and the scenery and all of that jazz. Like, I live for those videos on, like, Instagram and whatever when people wake up and it's like, oh, yes, this is the view from my tent. This is so nice. I love that. Fake it. Fake it. Don't set <laughs> also, your tent up legit two feet away from an edge gonna of The going to be cliff. amazing ten feet back. It's two feet back. Yeah. And if you need to, guess what? You have legs. If not, you can crawl. I don't care. You can find a way to transport yourself the eight feet yeah. to get that much closer. I'm shocked. Was it was it like a full campground and they were just like, mm, you, you can know see, what, Edge. I, I, it doesn't say, but you could see the picture. So there's an aerial view on our Twitter, Utah's VFX. You can get the full like fathom yeah. of where their tent is and how like close it. they are to the edge. Like nope. it's, whoo. Nope, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. We're going to get a spot that nobody else has and may or may not be the cause of our demise. <sighs> Look, I'm, I'm all for millennial dark humor and whatnot. Look, I, I feel like when 30 Seconds of Mars said closer to the edge, this isn't what they meant. I may be wrong. Though, let's be honest, Jared Leto does love him some outdoors. He, he didn't does. know what COVID happened he, because he was on a 30-day wander through the desert thing. I don't know, or whatever he was doing. It's, hard, it's kind of hard to understand. Like, he's supposed to play, uh, what is it, Morbius, or he's like part vampire. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest, I see the trailer for that, and I'm like, is this like Jared Leto's real life story? Because that would explain why, like, that dude doesn't age. Like, is this this thing? He's like part vampire, right? Like, that's his thing. That's why he's doing the rock thing, and he's an actor and all yeah. that. He's just part vampire. Uh, McCall, it seems to never fail. You would think in the pandemic, people would learn their lesson as uh when it comes to dating, because it's got tougher and tougher. But it seems, without fail, there's always going to be some tool who says, oh, this didn't work out. So, of course, I get my money back. (laughs) I can't explain as a fellow guy why fellas always seem to instigate texting ladies and saying, like, hey, so uh, I didn't get anywhere with you, so I want my money back. (laughs) AJ McCall on VFX. Seriously, (sighs) another one's gone viral. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, and this, this is the message. It's a two-part message. So it says, Hi, Alex. Hope you're doing well. Would you mind letting me know what your Venmo is? Message one. 
message two. The reason I ask is since I won't be seeing uh, since we won't be seeing each other anymore. Uh, it's only fair to ask for equal payment from you for the dates that we went on. I believe it was three separate dates. We went out to bars slash restaurants where I paid for us each both times. I say $35 is more than fair for your food and drinks that I got you during those dates. I view you as a fair girl. I hope you consider reimbursing me. Thanks. Ahem. SMD Brown, no. By the way, the screenshot was shared. You'll appreciate this. The girl that happened shared on Twitter with the caption, it's the audacity for me. Um, yeah. That's exactly how I feel about this whole situation. Like... I have mulled this over in my brain a couple of different times. First of all, if it's only $35 for the two of you really, over three dates, like get over it. It's three why. dates. Maybe that's why she didn't work out. Seriously. I, like, you know, whatever. I understand valuing money. I get that. This is going to make me sound extremely cynical. I'm listening. So here we go. When it comes to dating, you have to be okay with losing money, okay? It's like gambling. I know it's illegal in the state of Utah, but hear me out, okay? If That's you go gambling- so fast. You've cracked the code. Thanks. If you go and you gamble, you have a set amount of money that it's like, I'm going to spend 100 bucks. That's my cap, $100. And if I lose it all, then I lose it all and I'm good with it. If I get something back, cool. You know, this sounds like uh, the screenshots on our Twitter, Utah's yeah. VFX. You know, it sounds, it's, like a, it's like a dating prenub. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take you out, and if this doesn't work, you got you to gotta cut, cut me back in. I just, I, I don't understand this. I don't understand, like she said, the audacity of... Completely agree. Like, sure, it sucks that you're out money, but like, it's 35 bucks. I understand, and then on the same on the same front, I'm sure somebody's gonna call in and be like, "Yeah, but it's thirty five bucks." Okay, I got it. But like, if you guys didn't agree to go Dutch in the first place, and you didn't agree that this was how it was gonna it was gonna be, like you're out three dates, buddy. Okay, move on. Way to undo all that, right? Because so even if there was a possibility in the future. Well, not anymore. No. But no, I mean, way to outdo that, right? So, like, you know, you get the mojo because he's like, no, nah, I got this. I got this. And you're like, oh, yep. okay, he's a nice oh, guy. Oh, no, that's and maybe, nice. You never know who her friends are, who she tells. And like, oh, maybe the other person clicks. But then he's like, you know, ultimately I had an end goal in mind. I didn't reach it. So, actually, I'm a cheapskate. Like, I, look, I'm right. a cheapskate. Right. But even I'm like, dude, no. Ultimately, we're not getting married, so I'd like a refund. No. Is, that, is that how it works? Like, no. I went on trips with with significant others that we didn't even get close to getting engaged. I get to hit them back up. Here's like, the bill. Hey, I covered like this television I bought, so it was like five thousand like, dollars. Thanks. And no. actually, if you could get that to me in like the next month or so, so I could do my taxes, that'd be great. No, that's not how it works. You can't you can't do that. Okay, it's like presents. When it comes to gifts, when it comes to you know money as presents, it's gone. It's theirs. They choose what to do with it. Not homie. Once it's out of your hands, gone. Not yours. Not your choice. <laughs> that food, you're never going to get it back, bud. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're expecting from this. Idiot. I want to spend, I want $35 I from thought, the three dates. I thought tools would learn in the pandemic where dating has changed drastically, <laughs> but apparently not. Since I spent $11 apparently on not. you to be able to like get in the bar. Like, that's a, what kind of cover charge is that? What'd she get? Like... She got some, a set of nachos. She got some olives and a glass of water. Basically, it's like olives, a glass of water, and a cover charge to be able to go in and go on a date. Like, get out of here. VFX's Facebook roulette, the last thing from the AJ and McCall show, and it is your post. AJ and I, McCall Taylor, find at us on Facebook as we get ready to like, comment, and share on a post we just thought the world needed to see. McCall, what did you land on? Well, I landed on a... Uh, this is a post from weird and wonderful secondhand finds that just need to be shared, which is one of my favorite uh, groups that I'm in. But this is a super pretty over 100-year-old piano that has just been sitting for years without being played. And she got to be in- invited into a new home. It's really... Your this- next purchase, I can only assume. Oh, yeah. I would love... I I have My mom has a piano that she's going to end up... Uh, I'm going to end up getting from her. But, like, on this other one, there's, like, a... It. There's a random lobster. It's, like, an antiqued lobster that somebody found. Antiqued... 
You you can keep that one. Right, Rhina, Rhina, whatever those triceratops is what it is a triceratops tea set rhinoceratops tea set that was found like just a lot of weird ish that's on this this group but i like it i landed on my friend patrick shared uh, it's a screen cap from spider-man 3 where toby mcguire is enjoying the show meanwhile james franco staring down at him menacingly and it says my toddler tate talking about his day and then James Franco, me looking at his unfinished chicken nuggets. Oh, you can win. Because, yes, that's how it is. Excuse me, eat your chicken nuggets or I will eat them for you. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor. Find and add us across all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. All of the above. Utah's VFX is on Facegram, Instagram, Facegram. Snapchat. Yep. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, <laughs> YouTube, Twitter, Utah's VFX. Again, you can find the podcast anywhere they are. Just search for AJ and McCall for anything you've missed, or anything you need to share, or if you're just killing some time on the road trip. Maybe you weren't feeling the road trip jam we were putting together earlier. We've got options, and I promise we're at least occasionally funny. And mostly sometimes. all the time say stupid things. Yes. Jen's got more than an hour of nonstop music. That's coming up in just a few minutes for you, and until tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.